0: It's Jordan and Allie and this is our second time
1: starting episode three
0: because <laughs> Allie's giving me a hard time about my vocal distance to the microphone
1: hey we messed up the audio last week so I'm trying not I didn't to mess
0: up anything you messed up the audio okay, sorry. And, it's, and it still sounded fine it
1: sounded okay but you could tell it a stark difference it's no. fine it's all fine no it's not <laughs> actually we're breaking up now this it's podcast. not fine
0: until I've been acknowledged to be correct that's when it will be podcast
1: fine. is over we're done episode three did us in. Um, so we've had a busy week. We've had visitors for, holy moly, two weeks.
0: Non-stop it's the last two weeks. Yeah, we've been... Which has been nice. It's been very nice to see people and speak with people and re-see people. But it's also, you know, interacting with people is tiring also.
1: It really is. I'm a extroverted introvert where I like to... Extra introvert. That's what I call myself. Like, I love people, but I also love to just do nothing and see no one. I need I need a reset, and I haven't really had a reset... After I, like, go on, you know, like, out with friends, I need to reset for a few days. Do you not feel that?
0: I mean, yeah, I do feel that, but it doesn't make me an extroverted introvert.
1: What's it make you, then?
0: A person who needs breaks every once in a while.
1: Okay, you know what? I like the extroverted introvert.
0: (laughs) Except, it's it's like, it's the complete opposite. It's like someone, a white, black person.
1: You know what? Just go with it. Just go with what I say. Jordan is very, um, grammatically, is that a word? Grammatically? Sure. I mean, he rips me apart constantly on my grammar.
0: Rips you apart?
1: Uh, what do you always comment Easy on? Easy on the
0: hyperbole there.
1: Right there. Easy on the hyperbole. <laughs> like what?
0: I mean, stop going over the what top do I of I comments.
1: What do I always say though? You always call me out on the... See,
0: the, the use of always. Okay.
1: Is, is what's, <laughs> do you guys what the see is. what I deal with. What do
0: I always do that makes me always get in trouble? Always.
1: <laughs> I use a lot of those words all the time. And
0: it's hyperbolic and it is unhelpful to our relationship and the conversation. <laughs>
1: oh my goodness. Oh, goodness. So, we've had a busy couple weeks. And remember what we were talking about earlier this week um, about being happy? And we said... Was that...
0: I mean, I just stole it from Jordan Peterson. Yeah,
1: it was good. We were... I think it's
0: pretty basic knowledge, though. But it maybe is. Maybe it's not.
1: I think that you think a lot of things are basic knowledge, but sometimes we need to hear them again and again, and sometimes from different I voices. I do
0: agree with that. I do agree with that. I often will, like, read a book or, like, sit through a seminar. Well, back when I was in sales, but, like, you know... There's nothing new that I'm hearing, but having it reinforced is a good thing. But we were talking about happiness and just generally how aiming for happiness is a very foolish errand. And it's really probably just going to turn out to actually make you more unhappy trying to be happy.
1: Yeah, and so we were talking about kind of the concept. And I think it was the night we had away from the kids. Was that when we were talking about it?
0: Probably. Yeah, so we
1: had a night away. Um, My mother-in-law was here and we went away for just the night. Was it 12 hours? We weren't gone long. Yeah. It was quick.
0: I mean, 16 hours.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it was quick, but we got to reconnect and kind of have adult conversations that weren't interrupted by tiny human beings and people needing to be fed and all the things.
0: And by that, she means we went to dinner, went to a place 15 minutes, watched a movie, went to bed woke up, went home. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we reconnected on a deep spiritual No, that's not what happened. Okay,
1: but it felt like a, a a good little reset.
0: I'm happy that you felt that it was resetting.
1: I need I need those resets. But we were talking about the con the concept of, like Jordan said, aiming for happiness and how a lot of us just say, I wanna be happy. I want you know, I want my life to be happy and it's not ever going to always be happy. And I think knowing that and just aiming for maybe being content is a better option
0: i just aim for mediocrity that's where i'm aiming. mediocrity
1: all right okay well that was our our week in a nutshell um and we will get to the topic picking
0: topic picking oh
1: by the way a lot of it was 50 50 on one versus two podcasts a week but we're gonna stick with one for now and then
0: I had two in my hand and I had to really viciously throw one away. So the topic is how to keep marriage alive. Exciting as parents.
1: Oh, okay. All right. We're heavy on the marriage here. <laughs> Last week was a marriage. They We've all, wait, have they all been marriage yes. topics so far? It's almost like we're married
0: people trying to give uh, marriage advice in a podcast. Yeah, and
1: we shouldn't. I think, and I'm, I say it every podcast, like these marriage experts, I really don't believe anyone knows exactly 100% what's going to work for every relationship. And I think it's just a toxic experts. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm very weary of expert advice.
0: Yeah. I think one of the best things, and actually it's funny, it segues back to what we were talking about previously, where there's an idea. It's like, I'm, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spout out 20 random things and maybe one or two resonate with someone and they go, Oh, well, okay. That, that kind of resonated with me. And then someone else is going to have two completely different things resonate with them. And then, you know, that's, that's how it works. Like anyone says, Oh, you have to do it this way. Well, you have to do it that way. Then you do this, then you do that, then you do that. And then you do that and you win the game of marriage. And it's like, no, it's insane and stupid. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who'd hate being married to me. And then there are plenty of people who would love being married to me. And it's just like, it's just a different personality.
1: Yeah. And we were talking about it the other week, having various voices within your life. So you can learn different things. And I think that it's so like, I always say toxic, but a lot of people will cut some voice out of their life or somebody they're following because they didn't like one aspect of their life. Um, For instance, I'll say Rachel Hollis. She's a, author. Jordan has no idea who this chick is. I mean, uh, I know who she is. Slightly, she's she's an author. They gave some marriage advice and then ticked everybody off when they got a divorce. And while, yes, I was like, oh, that sucks that they got a divorce and they were, you know, talking about marriage. It was just another example of just because somebody's giving advice doesn't mean you should take it. But I kept following her because she's actually given some great advice. I don't agree with her 100%. I'd say probably 50%. And so I still listen along and pick out nuggets that that apply to my life. And I really think it's beneficial that I have those outside voices and people who aren't exactly like me to challenge my thinking, but also they have a lot of things I can learn. And I hope that's kind of what we are for you. We're not going to hit every box and hopefully there's just little nuggets that you can take away. So the question was how to keep, was that what it was? How how to to keep... keep the
0: marriage alive.
1: So I think, um, marriage exciting as parents. That's kind of keeping it exciting as parents. I'm just going to say it's not always exciting and it doesn't have to always be exciting. I agree. Yeah. I think that if you're searching for an exciting marriage, like you're going to have seasons of it and then you're going to have seasons where you're not connecting at all. And I know inside this bucket of topics, there's a lot of questions about sex lives and, you know, postpartum and how to deal with those seasons. And you kind of just trudge through them. It's not exciting.
0: Yep. I agree. I think I, I, I mean, marriage is obviously the, is probably the cornerstone. So marriage as my vocation as a husband and father, uh, is the cornerstone of my life, but it's not necessarily what, makes my life exciting at all times, even though there can be exciting parts within it. So I think in general, you have to, the, the best way to have an exciting marriage is to have an exciting life. And maybe that's going to be with your family and your kids. And, and then sometimes it's going to be doing activities that don't involve your family and kids. So, I mean, I think having an exciting life, having fun things to do, um, knowing yourself and knowing what you enjoy doing, I think is, is, is more important because like, like, uh, <laughs> If you don't want to take your kids to the park and, but you're like, Oh, I've got to because I'm a parent. Like that's going to be a pretty unexciting life. So I think one thing to do is find the things that excite you and try to find ways to incorporate your children and spouse into those exciting activities. And like, there might be a little arm twisting at first, but just, just if you really think about it logically. What are you going to want to do? Like, you're going to burn out trying to do the thing, the, trying to only do exciting things for your spouse or for your children. Like, you're just going to burn out and after a while, just get really angry and resentful. So you're much, much better off trying to find ways to incorporate your um, hobbies and the things that you find exciting and with their lives and, and trying to find excitement and engagement in that. And then also not being afraid to say, I'm going to just do this, this activity on my own. Yeah. They're just going to do the activity on their
1: own. I totally agree with that. Like I love live music. I love country concerts and I wanted Jordan to want to go to country concerts with me. And that is just not him. Like live music kills his soul. Kills I've,
0: I've been to one concert soul. in my life and I was bored out of my mind. And
1: so I was like, well, this isn't exciting. Like I want our marriage to be exciting. You see those couples and this is where comparison always kicks you in the butt. You see those couples going to concerts and dancing and cuddling. I was like, why can't Jordan do that? And that doesn't bring him joy. And so I could force it and we could go to concerts and he could just sit there like a bump on a log while I'm like pissed that he's not dancing and screaming and loving it as much as me or I can take one of my friends and I have a friend Claire and we always did concerts together and it was it made my marriage so much better when I took that pressure off of Jordan needing to be excited for things that I liked and I found somebody else to do it with and that really actually helped keep my marriage alive by not forcing that on Jordan well you're married to me and you should enjoy the things that I like and I Likewise, Jordan really enjoys video games.
0: I love my video games.
1: He loves video games. And at the beginning of our marriage, it was... I didn't like it as much, right? I mean, it's not like I'm, like, so excited. But I noticed that when he plays video games, it kind of recharges him. And that's kind of his outlet to just be... And if I'm fighting him on that and saying, oh, it's so stupid that you need to take this time and play video games, it's not going to make him whole. And I think that we all have our own little things. Like, I like going to Target. I like walking the aisles alone or going to coffee shops. And that kind of recharges me. And allowing your partner to have those moments, I think is really, really key.
0: I agree. Yep. You have to have your individual space. And then um, that way you can be the best you you can be and you can have those exciting times with with your wife and your kids and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think... Yeah. And I think that it's um, kind of a bad thing to think that... Not a bad thing but I think it gets you into oh is my marriage in trouble if it's not exciting or we're not... Oh, I'm sorry. We I dropped the I, I knocked over the phone. Um, I think it, you get into a tough spot if you're wondering, well, their marriage is exciting right now and mine's not. And yeah. that's
0: like, I think with, with all of these topics and I think we're probably, we're probably going to repeat, repeat it every week uh, just because it's so critical. And like, and I was talking about earlier, you're going to have your individual personalities, which are going to make things different, but you're also going to have, you're also going to have the comparison and you're going to be like, well, that's it. And so like, let's actually rewind back to like, when people are talking about like what their optimal spouse is like, so the, the problem is, you know, you, even, even when you're seeing something on Facebook, even if it doesn't like, of course, everyone naturally puts their most glamorous stuff on Facebook, but even then you're only seeing one aspect of their life at a time. You're getting a snapshot. And so you're like, for that one hour, that person might be a really fun, exciting, cool person. And you'd be like, wow, that that's excitement. That's what I want. But then the other 23 hours, that person might kill your soul. Like, so it's just like, understand that. Not only are we seeing people, uh, you know, the way they want to be perceived on social media, but we're only seeing a snapshot, this one tiny picture into their life. And, you know, you don't know what they're like outside of that. So I would say for sure, like in your case, in, in, in everyone's case, like, like oh, well, I need to have, I'm, I'm awake for 16 hours. I need to have 16 exciting hours. Like that's a tear. That's, that's, that's not, that's not going to happen. So,
1: yeah. And I think, um, keeping it exciting how this question was how to keep marriage alive, exciting as parents. It's yeah. Like Jordan said earlier, kind of inviting your kids into things that you like to do. So we like being outdoors and we've really tried to incorporate that into activities that we do with the kids and they don't necessarily like love it, especially when we're hiking or, you know, it's hot outside, but it does keep our marriage exciting when we're pushing ourselves to do those things and teaching our kids new lessons about resilience and, you know, getting out and doing new things. And yeah. So I think going back to though, we're in a pretty fun spot of our lives. The kids are a little bit older. We can go do more things. Whereas when we had four kids under five years old, our life was much more at home lots of messes lots of crying lots of drama within the kids so that did kind of take a toll on our life and you were traveling a lot Mm -hmm. so i mean i think we're in a fun season right now where the older kids can help and so it's a lot easier on our marriage now that we're over that initial hump when your kids are under five they're they're freaking hard I think they're so hard and it really does take its toll on you as a couple. And I think just trying to remember this is a season we're a team. We have to push through this together. It is not at all exciting.
0: Yeah. At some some point in times, you know, sometimes life is a grind again, going back to what we talked about earlier and just happiness. I think you could probably use excitement and happiness, almost as synonyms in marriage, right? If you're excited, you're probably happy. And if you're happy, you're probably somewhat excited. So it's like, There's going to be times where you're just not going to be. And so I'd say, I guess now that, now that I'm saying that out loud, an important thing is, um, because it's just going to sap you of any future excitement is the, like, don't beat yourself up for not being excited. Like, I, I mean, if you really get excited about changing poopy diapers, like God bless you. And you probably have some sick fetishes, but, um, like to me, there's just zero excitement uh, about that. And, and, and like, okay, like, don't, don't be like, oh, I got to do this. and I got to do that. And I got to do that. And now when you do have your small opportunities for excitement, you're just like, oh, who cares? I still got all the other crap to be down on. So I think focusing on the positives and focusing on the things that are exciting when they're there is also a really important, important component of, um, of making sure that you can, can enjoy them when you, when your time comes to, to get to engage with them.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I just go back to having babies is, it's tiring and it feels like all you do as a mom, and I can't speak for you, but as a mom is just feeding and cleaning. And I feel like as a mom, all I'm doing is cleaning the kitchen for it to get destroyed again and again and again and again. And I feel like I am just like treading water and cannot keep up with all of the things. And that makes my life not not exciting, but It's what has to be done in this season. There's going to be a season in about 10, 15 years where Jordan and I don't have kids in the house. Or we have one kid in the house. And there's not going to be as many messes. And I think it's just kind of reminding yourself... I keep saying it again. This is a season. This too shall pass and just kind of grinding through it. Um, one thing we like to do with our kids, I don't know if this has anything to do with just keeping perspective of your days, is every single night we do good, bad, and best. What What is? What are the things with Wouldn't the kids? What would you like to know? Would, I, I know what we do. You say it. You can probably say it more eloquently.
0: They're good. They're good thing, bad thing, and favorite thing from the day.
1: Okay. So each night we, during prayers, we do their good thing, their bad thing, and their favorite part of the day. And we started this, my goodness, probably five years ago. Somebody told me they did it. My friend Nicolette said her dad sat them down around the table and they went around and said, that's not what started this. What started? I thought I was the one who started uh, it.
0: No. Uh,
1: I am 99% sure Absolutely that I started not. this.
0: Nope. Uh, what start, What started it was I had a conversation with Father Walker mm. about uh, doing an evening examination of conscience. And so I was working on integrating that into it.
1: Okay, well, I know what I started is finding something yes. someone else did. You started That's that. what I started. So the boys say their good thing, their bad thing. Their bad they're, favorite. Their favorite. But then I added, because one of my friends, Nicolette, said that her dad had her pick... Something nice somebody else did so that she was focusing on other people's good deeds. And so she was like looking around her for the good happening within the world. And so we have the boys say, what's something good you saw a brother do because they're so focused on themselves. We wanted to make sure they were seeing the good actions their brothers were doing because they need to see that. And so that was what I added in to our good, bad favorite and thing your brother did. And so doing that each night, I think it really helps just to set the tone, to be grateful for the day and to kind of reflect. Don't you?
0: Is that how you're tying this into excitement? I'm I don't kidding, know. I, I, I I'm, am, just, I'm sitting here, I'm just I, like, I'm like, where's the tie-in? Where's I don't know the tie-in? the
1: tie-in is. It made sense in my head when I started <laughs> talking and now it's going I somewhere say, I'm, I'm else. Like,
0: I'm like, how do we get an evening examination conscious? How but I, keep- I think, I think it is gr- gratitude, right? Gratitude, yes. part of being excited. Is is being grateful for the little things, you know? I think that 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 is that is valid. Is that, you know, what do you take is exciting? Like, are you are you willing to take the small wins and get excited about the small wins? Are you are you willing to get excited about small things, or do you have your expectations set in the sky and just like, oh man, I've got to be like adrenaline rush, stoked out of my gourd, excited, or else? Yeah. Today, the day was a waste or the year was a waste or the marriage was a waste or the date was a waste or whatever you want to think, you know, it's like, are you willing to, to, to be excited? I I think part of it. So gratitude does, does factor into it. Yeah. And so
1: where I was tying that into (laughs) this, you're welcome. I just saved you. You did save me a little bit, but the gratitude in the hard seasons is very necessary because it's not exciting and you have to be like, Finding Like some some days you have to be digging into (laughs) the craziness of the day and your excitement and gratitude might be in, I took a shower. Or maybe you didn't even get a shower. Maybe it's that you just got out of bed. I don't know. Some days there's very little to be grateful for, but there's always something to be grateful for.
0: I agree. So obviously the thing that we've danced around is how do you keep things exciting with kids? And being parents, I think obviously there's the sexual component that that's being hinted at here. Am I right? You think? Oh,
1: I wasn't hinting, but
0: oh, okay. Well, no, I'm not saying you were hinting. I think the questionnaire is
1: maybe it. Yeah. Oh, that's actually probably what they wanted. To I
0: mean, hear. I know it is what they wanted, but I didn't want to give okay. the. I mean, that that'd be too simple and too narrow. And too okay. Easy.
1: Yeah. I I sex is a great component, and um, I think that's a huge topic.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, many a book has been has been written on the topic, but
1: yeah. So to keep marriage exciting, with sex is that what you I, think I mean? You're here's going the
0: all right, so, first off, I don't think many dudes are listening to this.
1: No, there was eighteen percent men.
0: All right, so maybe,
1: way.
0: ladies, let me make this very, very, very <laughs> simple for you. Sex is exciting for men ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the times, just by being sex. Okay. You don't have to do anything special.
1: Okay, you guys, I have to tell you this story. Oh, God, here we go. I bought this. I think you guys maybe saw it on my Instagram. But for Christmas, I bought this. It's called the Adventure Challenge. They have a family one. They have a couple one. And then they have a black in-bed one. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to spice up our sex life here. And I got the in-bed challenge and decided to open it this week. So I put it on Jordan's side of the bed because it was time... We will talk about NFP later, but there's a very um, short window, not short window, but there's certain days throughout the month that we can have sex, that we can engage in sex without getting pregnant because we're not looking to be pregnant right now.
0: But we are open to it. We are
1: open to it, but I'm not looking for it. So I get this adventure thing and I'm like, yes, we can have sex for the next couple days. It's going to be so exciting and I'm going to spice up our sex life. And so it has this little kind of like a lottery ticket scratch off. And so I give it to Jordan and we both don't know what to expect from this. And so you start scratching away the one and it tells you like a time limit, like how long this activity will take. If you need to buy something, if you can do it at home, it gives all these little categories. And so Jordan scratches it away. And what does it say?
0: I, I don't it was,
1: oh, it was come up with a code word. And when you text your spouse or text it to your spouse, and that means it's go time. So and like if
0: they text back, you drop everything you're doing and go have, get intimate. And and I'm just like, uh, we're
1: like, uh, we're, okay. we're in bed, ready to have sex. So <laughs> yeah, right. this does not work. All and right.
0: Code word check.
1: <laughs> we're like, okay, we're in it. We're ready. And then we're like flipping through the book. I'm like, find another one. And the other ones are like, two hours yeah two Um, hours
0: three hours (laughs) so i got time for this
1: crap so we're like ready to have sex but we're like trying to be creative and fun by doing this book to encourage you know to make our life exciting and so he scratches the next one off and it said it was a one hour thing what was that one i it was you guys it was like
0: costumes no
1: it wasn't it it? i don't know Uh, but (laughs)
0: then- <laughs> I, I, the other thing was after you scratched it off, there was literally a small paragraph of like the smallest text. So I'm standing there with my flashlight trying to read it. And then it's not fully scratched off. I'm like, this is stupid. I know how to have sex. I'm just going to have sex and be done with
1: it. <laughs> and then we threw the book and just had sex. We didn't need this stupid book. It actually slowed us down a little bit. Um, but I think we're always looking for outside things to spice up our our love life and our marriage. And sometimes it's just back to the basics. Just have sex. Yep. Just have sex.
0: (laughs) So actually this is something, um, this is a Jordan Peterson thing, which I think is kind of, it's kind of strange, but apparently he said he and his wife early on, they set a frequency per week that they would have sex no matter what, no questions asked. Mm. Like, and so there was like a minimum. And he said at first he was really uncomfortable with it because he was like, you know, Am I not going to He's like, I very quickly became a big, big fan of the program because I mean,
1: but this is where it gets so like the comparison game because you're thinking, okay, they're having sex this many times. Maybe we should have sex this many times. Or I've even heard people say, I put it in my phone and we schedule our sex. And I just, I get, I think those things are not good for you to compare yourself to. Well, yeah. Unless it works for you. Exactly. Like the key is,
0: the key is, I think the key is, is be open with what works for you in your sex life and then don't worry about it. And like, maybe
1: it's just having sex without the black book.
0: Here's the question. Here, 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 here's, here's my number one question if I have sex. Was it, was it good for my wife? And then you're, if you're a wife, your number one question should be, was it good and is my happy husband, my happy husband, husband happy? If, if those, if, if for either one of you, if they're a yes, then, then you're you're then you're done. Like you've you've asked all the questions you've needed to ask. Like that's it.
1: And let, we're going to talk more. Our sex life is probably way more complicated than.
0: I mean, it's not way more complicated, but it, there is we have with with we we are we are Catholics who do not contracept, which is by the way the official church teaching. Although I think like ninety two percent of Catholics use contraception. It is it is disordered and it is defined as a sin. I don't. If you're not. If you are a Catholic, doing it. It's the truth. Sorry, if you're not a Catholic, don't worry about it. It's not a rule you have to you have to follow. But we are Catholics; we follow the teachings of the Church.
1: Yeah, and that's so, it. but so if you look, if you are not Catholic and you whatever, our sex life is going to look very different than yours, and that's totally fine. Yeah, and so where am I going with that? My thoughts are just flying. Yeah, out. you're you're a I am mess today. hot mess today. But our sex life is is a little complicated. We can only have sex... We we can have sex whenever we want. I might as well just say that. We can have sex whenever we want, but there are going to be consequences with that. If we have sex during my fertile window, we're likely going to get pregnant. And that's something that...
0: We have a pretty good track record.
1: Yes. <laughs> we have made a lot of babies. And so there are certain days when we can have sex, and we'll go into that with the NFP and talk more about that. But after babies, right? And I'm guessing this is where... Um, A lot of this question might come from if you're not looking to get pregnant after you have babies, it does your your sex life is like a zero in those months after the baby, because if you're not using contraception, you could get pregnant at any moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there are seasons, again, that are not exciting. And we've had many a rough season postpartum. In the sex category,
0: so I excite myself by using electronic means, not pornography, you sickos. Video games. What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I did not know where that was going. I just going. played video I was games. Like, what is? Yes. Yeah, so. Minds Jordan... in the
0: gutters. Geez.
1: Jordan watches a lot of or plays a lot of video games during the months after babies.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's not necessarily true, but yeah, I mean, it is, it is what it is. It's something I've gotten better with, and uh... I
1: think our first couple babies though, it was it was hard. We went from you know being able to have sex pretty freely to following. NFP and being really structured and strict with it. And yeah. Yep. I mean, it's changed our whole perspective of sex.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: And it's taken a long time.
0: And so if you want, you want a way to keep things exciting, don't have sex for two weeks. Every, uh, (laughs) every period when it, trust me, there will be plenty of excitement.
1: Yes, this is true. Actually, it does, it does give a, it does, it does give a new level of excitement.
0: It's almost like there's a wisdom to it.
1: Yes, there really is
0: defined by Two millennia of people watching by the church.
1: So, hopefully, we made some sort of sense. I, my brain is just shot completely.
0: I, I, I want to reiterate this because it's so critically important. Guys are excited to have sex. Ninety-nine point nine 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 percent. It doesn't matter. Okay.
1: Jordan's thing is, I'm down to pound all the time.
0: Oh, always down to pound. You blew it.
1: Always down to. Well, maybe. Always you should down, have down said to pound. It down to pound. Or he, he's like, you want to take a, do you have a ticket to pound town? <laughs> We're just really embarrassing humans. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, do the best you can in your sex life. And it's going to, like I said, it's going to look different. If you're not doing NFP, your sex life is going to look different and just do the best that you can talk to your spouse. But yeah, men do really like to have sex. And yeah, that's all I can say. And you're going to go through seasons where you're not going to see eye to eye at all. And I know as as a woman and mother, you feel completely touched out. There are days where I'm just like, I cannot have another human being touch me because I have had a baby on me the entire day. And the last thing I want to do is to have sex. And I think that we're not looking at... Your spouse looks at it differently. So for Jordan, I know we're getting close to 30 minutes. So for Jordan, sex is so connecting for him for us it's like validating that our.
0: yes men are heavily validated by sex this is not a jordan thing this is a man thing ladies
1: okay but for me sometimes it's like oh it's just another thing to do whereas for jordan it's a huge piece of our connection as husband and wife
0: i think ben shapiro really summarized it pretty nicely he was talking about actually i think it was on the same when they were talking about the same topic but it was so men want to (laughs) be men want to be respected fed and have sex that's about all they want so uh you know if there's food in the fridge and there's moderate levels of respect there's only one missing ingredient
1: okay but how how did it feel like how's it feel when i am just touched out and not really wanting to engage in sex i don't know when that is i'm serious you don't know what there's been there's a lot of times where i don't want to have sex like in the months following but it's not that I'm not in love what with you. What do you mean? The
0: months following.
1: The months following babies.
0: Well, then that, that's a that's a totally different thing. And I think in those situations, it is critical to communicate. Critical, critical, critical to communicate, and say this is why it's happening. It has nothing to do with you.
1: Yeah, because you took it personally a lot, correct?
0: Yes, and and you will have to, you will have to re communicate it several times. It's not going to be enough to be like have a conversation before the baby comes and say, okay, so just so you know, for the next three months. I'm not going to have sex with you because like in three hours, your husband's going to be like, wow, I must be a hideous creature of a man for my wife not to want to come near me. So,
1: yeah. And it's usually never that for women. It's just like, uh, I, I love you, but I don't want to be touched right now.
0: Yep. Yeah. And so you have to re. but you're going to, if that's in your mind, you're going to have to rearticulate that many, many times to your spouse.
1: Did it take like six kids for you to get that? I feel like you're better this time. I mean, I'm, growing up as a person too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're going to go through lots of fun seasons in your sex life too. And just know that if you're going through a rough season, it's not always going to be that way. Communication is key, and I'm sure we'll talk about communication cuz we've we're just still finding our footing in how to communicate with each other 13, 14 years in.
0: Again, I'd say that's hyperbolic. I oh? think we have more than found our footing. Really? We're improving and improving.
1: I feel like this footing is very off right now.
0: You feel like this footing is off right
1: now? Yeah with what you and me the hell are you talking about (laughs) like our footing right now
0: what footing is wrong right now
1: you and your hyper what did you call hyperbolic Uh,
0: hyperbolic you
1: telling me i can't speak correctly
0: well i mean we've known that for a long time
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: we've hit the half hour mark uh thank you everyone who listens to this i don't know why you do it yourself
1: oh my goodness stop it
0: subscribe like
1: subscribe wait they can't tweet Stop.
0: The Post, retweet. share, follow.
1: Okay, yes. The best thing you can do, we are not advertised or anything like that. And frankly, I don't want to add ads to this.
0: I mean, if they're willing to pay me enough money, I will. I mean, it, n- why not?
1: I think I don't. We, yes. We do not get paid for this, um, so the best thing you can do is share it with your friends. We just want to reach more people, especially wives. This is and actually husbands.
0: A, a, an assignment from our therapists. So. Stop it! It just
1: is kidding. not. Just kidding. We're not. It therapy. is not an assignment. Yet. And also, one thing I do want to say is, a lot of you have been my friend on social media for a long time, and Jordan was not there. Like he hated social media for so long, and the fact that I still don't love social media. Yeah, the honest. fact that we're now doing a podcast is. Just something I could have never imagined, and so please, for the love of Mike, do not ever compare your spouse to where Jordan is today,
0: because I was swell ten years ago, still, I was pretty awesome back then,
1: but so. you were like don't put me on don't put me on social media, I don't want to be yeah. But now you are. So I just, I just did want to say Doesn't that. Because be- Jordan is a really fun person and you guys are finally getting to see that. I'm not fun. But for years he didn't, he didn't want anybody to see that. And so don't compare your husband to where Jordan is today.
0: You can't give him all the goods right away.
1: Yeah. He, he's just really been reeling you guys in.
0: If I give him the milk, they won't buy the cow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Milk
0: for free, right? Milk for free, buy the cow, something right. like that. don't
1: um, All right. So yeah. I'm the
0: cow. If you didn't get it,
1: I'm the cow for Lucy.
0: Yes, but I'm the cow in this metaphor.
1: Okay. Um, if you guys can though, share, take a screenshot, uh, when you listen to our podcast, share it on your stories, tag us and we will reshare it. But thank you guys so much for loving this, for loving us and listening to me and Jordan. It's okay if you don't
0: love me, but I'm happy that you enjoy listening to this and God, I hope that I'm somehow making this entertaining.
1: You are. If
0: you guys say so, Hey, you keep listening. I'll keep talking. And, um, yeah, we have a ton
1: yeah. more topics in here. I know there's some juicy ones. We just keep hitting the marriage ones, but I know there's finance ones for sure that we want to talk about and toxic. I know there's some toxic, in, not in-laws. I don't think we had we had a toxic in-law-ish. I don't even know. but We'll
0: find out when we get there.
1: Yes. All right.
0: Hope. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. See you later. <laughs> you always smile at me when I'm talking. Like, I, they I can think see it's it. still recording. Just leave it in there. Blooper. I
1: know. Why won't it turn off?
0: You haven't...